0: Hey dudes, it's your friend, the Reverend Pirate Frog. Come join me in the circle with my bearded brother, Howling Buds, the poet laureate himself, Stony Alvinist, and of course, the better half of Frapple, and my friend, Johnny Apple. Pass to the left and let's have some fucking fun. Okay, you, time out, time out. La, la, la,
1: people, la, 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 Elmo.
0: One of these days, we'll do this professionally. Welcome to the circle. There's not supposed to be any conversation before I fucking introduce you, Fooks. I don't know why I said Fooks. You fucks. Regardless, <laughs> uh, let's start with Howling. Howling, how are you, you Fook?
2: Who <laughs> <laughs> the Fook, you kidding? Uh, I'm doing great. Howdy, everyone.
0: Excellent. Stony.
3: Oh, there's got to be so many levels of trademark infringement that just happened in the first
0: 45 seconds. I'm doing we don't fucking get paid. awesome, man. We don't get fucking paid a dime to do this shit. Exactly. We're not trading. I'm we don't so glad. No Johnny, so Johnny, glad. no so one legal. knows who you are. Welcome to the circle. You are now introduced, Mr. Johnny. The apple hi, of my I'm Johnny eye. Appleseed. I, uh, <laughs> and, uh, that's and a very it. special... T- God damn, this isn't. this isn't introduce yourself again. I, you just say hi. A very special guest who joins us again bgg welcome the big green guy thank you for stopping and uh, to this chaos hi there you go see <laughs> professional no the guest can introduce himself no I'm just oh, um, oh thank, thanks for having me rev i appreciate it there you go and you are the reverend pirate frog i am unfortunately tonight um <laughs> but here we go and i got the short night. straw Blast and every night checking. yes no, some nights it's okay when I, i'm sleeping it's great no um Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, I'm excited to get into a ton of topics. We did not prepare, so should we go into, before we make it all about BGG, should we go into the winner of the uh, Haze Grow Along? Absolutely. That sounds fair. I'm excited you to are hear a, who it You were a judge, so you should have some indication <laughs> of who fucking
4: won. <laughs> well, I I know the I saw the picture that, that I was saying, hey, look at these pictures and pick one that you like, so I did. But i have no idea right. who it is
0: don't you don't get to you don't gotta tell them how the sausage is made in our highly <clears> scientific <throat> way we pick winners and shit so
2: yo yeah so we Drum actually roll. it was it was pretty uh interesting we had to um jump in and the YAG crew had to vote uh we had to split a tie between g3 and bgg uh, and select from those two which was the best one and uh i thought it was a great photo we all loved it um for it's from uh bird dog growers uh he was growing the orange the super orange haze and it's a it's a great shot it's a great looking plant um happy that happy that everyone was uh a part of this and we'll uh you'll hear this when this episode comes on and then we'll announce it in uh discord and hook up and i'll send you your package we're gonna um you're gonna get a uh, uh, the book higher, I've seen that recommended by a few people, and I've seen a few pages of it. it looks pretty cool. And then uh, a pair of the Chickamasas trimmers that I know Mac and I and a few others um, praise quite a bit, and save your fingers from trimming. And then a few little uh, build the soil goodies as well. So, oh sweet, congratulations, congratulations. Dad, man!
0: Yeah, man. And the the people who use those trimmers do fucking advocate for them. Oh, so. they do. It's life changing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and I heard
4: that the person might also be
0: getting a sticker, like a revenue. Uh, you a know, maybe. Yeah,
2: no, maybe in a maybe in a couple months. Oh, those are expensive. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah.
0: Those they're those on, only good on the go slow out. boat to the central if coast, it man. You...
3: <laughs> it takes a long time. You gotta go all the way around. If it makes
0: you feel better. Yeah, it's, it well, all my packages go to Guam first, apparently. <laughs> but no, um, if it makes you feel better, that was the end of the haze Grow Along uh a grow along that the podcast that we're you're listening to uh and I'm a member of and I still didn't get a sticker of the fucking podcast grow along to so <laughs> oh, oh. people about fucking It's stickers. on the
3: slow boat on the other way around man it, they'll, they'll cross <coughs> the other way around the right. Yeah we'll just to cross <laughs>
4: it's, I don't have It's going either. through Guam just a yeah, one way they're great I know
0: Johnny and I They're don't wonderful get stickers Yeah No <laughs> It's okay we'll get we'll get our act together one day
4: <laughs> well, and congratulations,
0: say, I, Bird Dog yeah. Grows. Yes, absolutely. That's
4: congratulations, very impressive. Hey, congratulations, amazing job.
0: Now, and, um, uh, so now,
1: do we don't want to jump right into the fucking next grow along? We might as well.
0: Yeah, do you want to update say, that before, shit? We'll
1: get the grow along shit right the fuck out of the way. Right How the, about that? Yeah,
0: get the YAG business out of the way, and then we can talk to the we can. Asshole. Yeah. I mean, BGG. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Johnny. He was, he was (laughs) Tony.
2: Yes, yeah, very. Fill us in
0: on the um, updates on the Night Owl grow along, and I know you have a requirement now. Yeah, it's a minimal, it's a minimal minimal nominal. If you want to participate, at least tell us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and basically
3: I've already fucked it up twice trying to explain it just uh, before we opened up the show. So kick me in the shins if you guys can, if if I I get this wrong. But um, I went uh, onto the Discord and and I'm just starting to collect some names and addresses because we're going to do a giveaway on the the first uh, day of the opening of it uh the window for, for planting. So um that day is uh officially listed as uh December twenty first. Uh the longest uh day it's the the winter the solstice, the winter solstice. Shortest um yeah shortest, right, shortest day. day. Yeah something see I told you guys you gotta kick me in the fucking shins already. Um <laughs> So that day, we're going to do a giveaway. So here's what I'm asking. Um, I just need to know your end and give me your contact information uh, and your your shipping information, too, because we're going to do some random draws all throughout. And I want to just be able to have everyone's not, uh, name into a list that I can pop in and do, random, uh, gener- uh, do a random generation of, of names and numbers. So he, come on over to either Instagram, send me a message, uh, send me to uh, the email at uh, muddywax at gmail.com. Um, or whatever fucking resource you can to reach out to As so You can catch me on Discord, but you'll just get stacked down, and I probably will forget it or something along those lines. And I apologize ahead for it, but just stay after me. I did go back through the whole channel, and I uh, got a list of everyone that had um, started talking about what they were going to grow. So I'm hoping to know what everyone's at least got in mind or what they're hoping to sow um over that that way i can just have a cool list and be really cool to see some of the things that are growing um and then that uh, that window of uh, planting is going to go all the way until january 16th so on that first uh, day we're going to do a giveaway um i've uh, been brewing something up i made a little concoction over probably i guess it's been nearly a month or two now uh it's going to be a, a it's a little plant tonic i think is going to be fun for either doing bonsai uh, or for doing in your house plants. Uh, but I've been fermenting five, six, seven different kinds of ingredients that I have had uh, local, my apple tree out back. And I'm going to mix up a little something, a little potion, and send it off to uh, the first giveaway along with some beans uh, from my night out collection since I've got a pretty hefty archive of them and I'm ready to share them. So all sorts of fun, good things. But the way to get that is to make sure that I've got your information, got your name, uh, and your shipping so that I can get that out to you uh, as soon as I can get the the generation. I'm hoping to do it sometime around the moonrise uh, of that day. Cause I think that will be the kind of the communal time to get everything planting. So I'm really excited for this one. I've already got mine set up um, and I know everyone I've been seeing uh, people posting in the, in the channel what they were going to be posting. And there's going to be some really cool, cool cultivars going in there. Um, so I know I've got the Harvey wall banger uh, for sure going in and I've got a list of a, a short list that, that's coming down to it but seen some really cool ones in there. Um, i know big green guy you've got some fun ones i think we were chit-chatting a little bit about so what are you going to be popping in on this one
4: so i have some that are pretty old i I believe these were from daz's first release as night owl but i have the foot cheese and the head cheese that i'm going to be growing for it so i'm excited about that i have no idea what the parents are um i know they are somewhere one of the parents is related i'd have to look on the packaging to, to to see what it is um well, yeah i'm excited i've been holding on to him for a while and just haven't had the opportunity to really pop him. so now why not what what better time Man. than you know try to go back to some of his og work and and how throw far it out Brian? there for the girl along
3: do you have any idea how long ago you got uh,
4: i want to say it was over three years ago so it wow. was i want to say first or second night owl release okay. probably wow um yeah it's it's an older one so
3: what kind of yeah. packaging and the reason and the reason I ask is I know he does such you know, cool packaging with his, you know, shapes and they evolve with every, was he yeah, always I doing don't have really, the
4: packaging anymore, but I do have the little discs that they, that they still oh, come cool. in to this day yeah. and it has the night owl on it. And, you know, and then on the back of it, I had written because they were taking at the time it was taking up too much space with all the other seeds I had. Yeah. So I took them out, wrote the name on the back of each one and they're in my vault.
3: Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of the, the things that I think we, when, when we pay so much money for these beans to get that value, there's a real value of the packaging experience. I know it's one of the things you take a lot of pride in with yours. You search every single drop almost of trying to find something unique or something interesting to do along with it. And and it almost kind of time stamps and dates it. I know I still have my little Lego figure uh, that came <laughs> with mine and, and I still love it. It still sits in my rock collection, you know, and it probably Ralph, always will.
2: How's your Lego? What the, f-
0: yeah, what the fuck? you got a Lego <laughs> Howling and I are just wait. No, Howling, you oh have no, I have one, too, huh? Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking- yeah, I don't
3: get sorry, started. dude. It's on the slow boat, you know it's around no, the okay.
4: Lego that was supposed to go with one of the giveaways, but he decided to keep it for himself. What... I did, <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> sorry, bro. no, I'm just kidding. I said <laughs> sorry, Howling sorry. one because I like him the best, and Stony has one because he's one of my testers. He I is. think Johnny has well, one too, but fair. it's you know he probably sat on it or stepped on it and threw it across the room. Which one which is, is
2: this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: which no, which actually, I found somebody. I found somebody on uh, Etsy that actually makes them for me. There, you know, they're they're not cheap, but they're not super expensive either. So, I thought it would be something cool originally to do for my testers. So, everyone that w- is on the test team has actually gotten one of these. Um,
0: it's really cool. How and when then did you I've sent the them out to a thing?
4: few. Well, no, I've sent them out to a few other random people that you know I like. So,
0: yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I do not got
2: a Lego. <laughs> you're a little too <laughs> random. No, but even
0: right, to Johnny me, and I are even, discriminated against even in our own fucking podcast.
3: <laughs> I mean, even in your last drop, like the Tangy Wedding, that I'm, um, you know, I'm what, forty, thirty-five, forty days into now. The packaging that came across with that one, you definitely are or are, are stepping up with every single drop that we've seen um and really setting yourself apart from what a lot of people are doing so i think it's really cool and i'm I'm anxious to see what the next drop will do and what sort of creativity i mean even just the little uh was it the little purple palm that i got in my uh seed for the tangy wedding you know it's just an experience you know and and i think it it, you know back to where i was going with it like Daz has got great uh, packaging and all that sort of stuff that comes with it and I think that's part of the experience that we have of purchasing these beans you give value in that in that space too but also the volume of seeds I think is also important especially when we get them directly from our
4: breeders so right
3: you know and that's that maybe that's a, a great way to kind of start talking about some of the fun exciting things uh, coming up with you my friend
4: well, yeah, I mean, right now I've been doing a, uh, a sale on my website, which I just launched um, back in the end of October. Um, but until my birthday, which is December 13th, I'm actually giving 30% off your, the entire order on the website. Um, so, I mean, my, my seeds are already priced uh, pretty low to begin with. And it was just kind of a way to give back to the community with the holidays coming. People, you know, have other things they need to do. Um, but anybody that, you know, maybe hasn't gotten some of the stuff and I put up some older stuff that, um, from previous drops, um, up there for people to grab. And, and, you know, some people have taken advantage of that. So it's pretty cool. And anybody that wants to, again, it goes till the 13th of December and they just got to use the code BGG30 at checkout and you'll get 30% off and it's free shipping. So you're, you know, it's not like it's being made up anywhere else or anything like that. It's legit. A thirty percent saving. So, um, and then on the fourteenth will be my next drop. So it's it's mostly just uh one main thing, and it's uh the testers know it as something different, but I'm calling it truck stop.
3: <laughs> um,
4: so what what it is work that in a truck stop? He what do you mean used to? Oh no, he doesn't get paid anymore for that. Yeah, now it's just a hobby. Well, you mean eventually you're,
0: you're, it no longer is a job when you love doing it.
3: It's not really a job when you wear a fishnet shirt.
0: (laughs) I feel bad. Johnny's so sauced out that he's just not, he's just taking it. Yeah,
2: it's all (laughs) true. What
1: do you want me to say? It's all true.
3: I mean, you know how hard it is flipping flapjanks, one of those shirts. So,
4: no so <laughs> and make it uh, look good. <laughs> get, getting back to what the truck sauce actually is, truck um, stop. Uh, yeah, truck stop, not truck sauce. Thank you, Rob. Um, All right, <laughs> I was going to get. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm more, guessing yeah. sauce
1: is in the lineage. <laughs> so
4: it no sauce is not in the lineage actually, but this right here is good. So that's already smacking me pretty hard. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> And I'll talk about that one later on, too. So, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, I, um, <laughs> Mephisto, I had ordered some, uh, it's actually Forum Stomper, I believe, from F- Mephisto. And with it came a freebie of Skywalker OG times Creme de la Kemp. Oh, wow. So I had reached out to a few different people that you know are in our community or whatever. And I asked, hey, does anybody have any of these? Because I want more. I ended up collecting a- almost 50 of them. Wow. And I grew them, I grew them out, and I actually made more of them. So I would have an even larger amount to hunt through. Um, this project has been going on for about 16 months or so now. So it's not a, not a new thing that I've been playing around with. Um, so it's that cross that I kind of hunted in that next generation of, I don't, I don't know if that was an F1 that was the freebie or what generation that was actually at, but I brought it forward again. And I hunted through a bunch of those, and I found three females that were very similar, um, and then one that was a lot different. And so the, the three that were similar had really nice bud density, and they grew they grew vigorously, and they they were really, like, cool-looking plants at the end. They had some nice color and all that. The fourth one, the buds were much looser. So it'd be something that, say, someone that wants to wash the plant, they'd have a better time washing that particular one. Um, so then moving forward, I actually took those and I pollinated them all together. I did an open pollination with all four. So I reversed one of each of them and then had one of each of them also. in as a female, um, from growing out the seeds of that. And that's kind of where I picked what I crossed the next thing, which is one of mine, which is originally when I made it, it was known as Odin Sons times Fenrir. Howling would know it as <laughs> oh yeah down. <laughs> <your> <laughs> yes. down. Oh, he would know it, it as Odin's wolf. So it is that Skywalker OG times Lakem times Odin's wolf.
3: I, I haven't love. seen you that I haven't <laughs> seen you that that animated in quite a while, my friend. That's awesome to see. Look at him.
4: that. So in and that, again, a lot of the, so there's different phenotypes that are showing it because of that kind of open pollination in, in my eventual pick. So in this, there's still the ones that are super dense, super like frosty still. And, uh, you know, it, it has everything you want in that plant. And then there's another Pheno that has all the structure and everything, but the buds themselves are a little looser. So it's a much better washer. If you go on to Discord or IG onto uh, Green Guy Genetics, uh, or undersc- underscore Genetics on IG, you'll see a picture of some of the bud in my grinder. That's the looser phenol. I'm going to be posting a picture over the next few days of the other pheno, which has the more dense buds, and you'll see the similarities, but also the differences. So someone that's looking to press the flower or wash it or whatever, the the looser the bud, the easier it is to wash. You're going to capture those trichomes earlier, the, you know, the heads will fall off and stuff. Um, And then there's another picture that I just posted of, it was actually back nine. I had sent him a cone of it along with some of the seeds to start growing out. And you can see the rosin ring around the top of the cone. It's just basically almost dripping. Um, And Rev and I had just actually talked the other day about me coming onto the show. So I wanted to actually get you guys each some of it to smoke. And I haven't had a chance to, but I will be. So you guys will all be getting something. Um, so you guys can smoke it yourselves and, and see, you know, what you think. Um, but it has a, the phenols go from like pine mint all the way to like fruit and acetone and, and a combination of some in between. So, um, pine mint it's like a pine mint. Yeah. So yeah. like a menthol, not, not yeah. so much menthol, but more like a mint. Like, you know, you take a sprig and you suck it in your mouth, mint, mint. Um, that sounds wonderful. Holy it's, shit, it's almost it's, like mm-hmm. an aftertaste too. Yeah. So you know, you know, it's more that, um, you get the pine on the inhale, exhale, and then you'll be like, what is that? And it's like a, like a little bit of mint as the aftertaste, which is kind of cool. And then again, on the other end, it's more of that fruit acetone. So,
2: you're making me excited because I remember when I smoked Odin's Wolf that you sent me it had like all I could describe and maybe this is like how people describe piney like terps. it's it was like incense almost it was just like little Christmas tree in a cone like incense like I walked into the hippie store type stuff it, it was great so oh this is making
0: and that was Odin's Wolf or Odin's dog yeah oh. <sighs> <my> <laughs>
2: You're Sorry, you look too happy, Johnny. Did you happy.
0: did you just hurt yourself while we were
3: recording? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so, the test So, Johnny got very
4: excited uh, <laughs> at that. Yeah. Have you, you been? Got, have you, you been, been smoking very excited the, about the sauce a lot, Johnny? What's that? Have you been smoking <laughs> a lot of the sauce,
1: like recently? Uh, I can't. Well, yeah, just now. Yeah, I fucking killed a joint and half of it.
0: Okay, well you can go back to sleep. That's okay.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, did you, you get very
0: excited at, no you got very I, excited? I
1: don't ju- I'm just wondering how you've been enjoying electronic. it.
4: If you have, you know, if other people are in the process of growing it out and maybe you can give them a little um, primer on what to expect.
1: Uh I can only smoke so much of it. It actually if I don't have a headache, it actually gives me one if I smoke too much of it. It uh like it it does some sort of reverse action, but anybody I give it to that actually has a headache, the fucking headaches go immediately away. But at night I save it like, cause I can't smoke it throughout the day because too much of it really, literally does give me a headache. So I can only have so much of it. Uh, so I smoke it like at night before fucking bed, like a joint or two. And that's about what I can fucking get. Otherwise it's like down, You're going down. (laughs) There's your headache and ow. Sit. Go to bed, boy.
4: (laughs) How long? How long did you actually take it? As far as uh, in flower, did you harvest that fifty-six days, or did you take it longer than that?
1: The original sauce? Oh, way farther than that. Yeah. Okay. Everything went way farther than that. Um. Fuck. Ninety, maybe wow okay, days so you,
4: you took it real long yeah. that's probably why you're you're it's knocking you out
1: <laughs> i mean it uh so so it's not ambering any sooner than that then uh it's not okay. senescing any sooner sooner than that so i wasn't seeing any signs of um senescence or ambering like she was finished right um I don't know. I'm used to, I guess i grow more haze variety. So, uh, more, um, widely variety, a more of an indica dominant fucking variety. I'm not used to the timing on it. So maybe I did fucking pull it a little late.
4: Right. So something that's already an indica leaning plant. And then if you bring it a little bit later than maybe you necessarily would typically want to, it's going to put you in the couch a little bit faster.
3: Well, and, and those CBGs and the CBNs and all those sorts of things become the merely medicinal uh, aspect right. of it, too. And it's something that you've worked with for years and focused on quite a bit. I remember it with the Odinson's, you know, as much as I, um, it was relaxing and calming during the day when I needed it to. Um, it really ended up kind of being an end-of-the-day, nighttime kind of thing, because I could sometimes barely finish a, a full stick of it. Um, I it still was, can't. It is just, and it was, it's exactly what I needed at that time. And I still have some remaining of it um, and it's kind of medicinally for that purpose. But I think, you know, everything that I tend to see um, along the way with, with your work, it has that medicinal uh, heaviness to it. And if it's going all that extra time and all those CBGs and CBNs are converting and all that sort of stuff, that makes sense. It makes right. sense.
1: Yeah,
4: totally. Well, this is, that's why, be... with with the previous um, drop that I did with all the the Viking Feast drop, so with the exception of the Odin's Wedding and the White Wedding, everything else really does lean more that sativa high. So again, I I'd spoken to it before, where not necessarily they don't always look like a sativa. Mm-hmm. Rev and I are both experiencing that right now in growing yeah. out. <laughs> the, the most recent forgetful wedding that I'm doing. Um, yeah, they're bushes, but Wrong. I mean, mine, after I defoliated, the leaves are coming in thinner. I'll have to send a picture to you just so you can see it. But um, yeah, it, it has more of a look of an indica, but the smoke is not indica. Like it's, it's pretty crazy that that can, I mean, it's a hybrid still. It's it's more indica, say, sativa leaning rather mm-hmm. than, you know, most of the stuff that I do work on is more indica leaning because, that's what I like. I like smoking more of the indica than the sativa, but I do like having a sativa for that daytime activity. But it's also another reason why um, I try to, to breed things that you can smoke. Like you were saying, Stony. you can smoke something half a joint and you, it'll give you that energy, but also relaxing you and get, giving you that chill high so you can still get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But then if you smoke a little bit more of it, it's going to put you down. Yeah. So it can be used as a daytime, but it's also still that nighttime weed when you need it to. Um and I like that. It's almost, you know, they like you said, they give you what you need. And I've I've seen it in some of the the newer plants and things that I've been working on as well. Um yeah. So that's I mean
3: well, you know, and I think it's a it's a great point for we as and I and now that I've I've gone you know almost a couple of years now into it. The amount of cycles and the amount of plants that we go through, you know, you kind of get to the spot where you have a, a giant apothecary of of nugs that you can can lean on, and in a day we're making salads. In a day, you know, three, four, five different cultivars. I think it's a great piece of advice to, you know, find a time when you have a clear enough head to try each new one to find out really what that medicinal thing does for you. Right. And that can take some time. It may take, you know, like a day of of just focused on one cultivar to be like, okay, how is this making me feel? It might, it might, you know, kind of slow your morning down a little bit of your day down if you are on the end of cleaning or if you've had too much of it. There were times when when just a small amount of odense during the day would really help to calm the anxiety, to relax and get me to a spot where I was like okay, I can I can think now and I can really figure out what the next logical steps and plans would be and not be so reactionary. I think sometimes in sativa, I know for me personally, I get reactionary. Like I'm excited, I've got all these things. I, there's everything's fun and everything's crisp, and music sounds great, and I'm bebop and I'm here and all over the place. It's not necessarily that it really amps me up. It's just that I become kind of hyper aware, and everything is a lot more fun. Whereas I find indica helps that medicinal aspect, relax and calm and center. It's a great thing to balance throughout the day to use multiples. But when you're first trying a strain cultivar you can really knock yourself out if you're not careful so oh, yeah. go a little bit at a time you know a few hits and just like give yourself 10 15 20 minutes and be like all right all right i can go for a little bit more now because i'm telling you if you fire up a giant stick of odinson's preaching
0: and- moderation jesus <laughs>
3: Well, only until yeah. you know your dosage and come then, on. and then,
0: that's, right. That's no way to go through life. The, uh, <laughs> can can <alcoholics>? we imagine <laughs> howling, smoking an entire
4: joint at one time? Can anybody ever imagine that? I mean, come on.
0: No. And I, but I also can't imagine being like lighting a joint and being like, okay, that's only a quarter. I'm going to wait 20 minutes and see how I feel. Well, I'm that's like, why I smoke the small I'm like, ones oh, this. that's gone. <laughs> I, I yeah, can't I really have really had to do with juice. this because I
4: don't know what this is going to do to me yet. So... <laughs> It's about time for
0: me to take a little more, but yeah, it's good. No, no, I I, I wholeheartedly agree that that is the sensible, logical approach to it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying that I've never <laughs> once in my life fucking done it.
1: Fuck <laughs> around and find out. There you That's, go. That's
0: exactly very true. true. What's but uh, so So, have, so there's going to be. Speaking
1: of, other... I have a fresh joint of fucking sauce. No, well, why, why not, boys? It's oh, boy. fucking fun.
2: I promise, Rev, my first. Full joint that I will smoke, or at least attempt to. We'll get out and get a smoke sesh together and we'll smoke uh truck stop. There we go. You get your way, because I I mean I'll smoke as much as I can. Maybe it'll be the whole thing or not. Well, I'll try. And you get to smoke some broadleaf.
3: You know what we okay? Gonna...
2: I
0: will say it's not fun when you just pass out in the chair and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> We're yeah. both gonna pass out for different reasons. <laughs> Oh yeah, I will immediately fall asleep in the chair too. It is I have such a like low tolerance to anything that makes me tired. Like if I eat a little bit too much, I'm like, well, I'm going to, to go nap for a while. <laughs> so This is the kind is of thing we need broad, recorded. You guys need to record yourselves doing <laughs> this and then post it on Discord. Only if we're nude. I mean, that's a different video. Um, anywho yags only fans coming soon baby that was your furry <laughs> convention that was your furry, was convention furry con- videos yeah. hey howling showed me the audience of furries that he reaches and let's just say the army is vast
2: <laughs> I
4: i do actually have some other things that i'm going to be releasing on that day so going through some of the seeds i found five more packs of the white sauce so those i didn't have i didn't wasn't making a ton of them initially and i wanted to keep more of them but i found what i feel is my keeper mom for moving forward so i'm willing to release some more of those and those are um those are photo films johnny just grew Mm -hmm. one of those Mm -hmm. out i believe Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing is i'm going to have two packs of the super sun god which is going to be coming out probably February, March, and that is a photo reg. Um, That is uh, Super Sativa by Grow the Cure for Cancer crossed with my sun god. And sun god is slime god times arise. It is definitely a sativa leaning plant. Um, It runs on the low end 10 weeks, um, usually going at least 12 um if you want to see pictures i do have pictures of it up on my discord Um, howling just rolled
0: his eyes so hard i think the original (laughs) person
4: to uh yeah i know i'm sorry howling but i gotta have a little bit everybody needs their own thing i get it you're getting the big drop
0: yes you know
4: some other people need to have the little drops um so i'm only going to do two
0: packs of those now we're other people come on man (laughs) (laughs) That's not sorry, sorry. Is that two packs of yeah. <laughs> so there's only going to be
4: two packs of Super Sun God. I, I'm uh, I'm happy with where it is, but I need to make a lot more seeds before I officially officially release it. But it gives a couple more people the chance to to grow some out and and have fun with that. And then the last thing is I revisited my funeral desserts, which was my very first ever creation as a breeder, um, and that is Bobby's widow. Um, yeah, I just lost my entire train of thought this, this weed is kicking my ass. Um, Oh, by strawberry cheesecake. I, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. And it was actually it's strawberry cheesecake time. Bobby widow, Bobby widow was the male. Um, it was originally a reg. I did bring it forward and make it a femme, but I went back to the, the F2 version of it, which is where I was seeing a pink pheno. and I've been hunting that pink pheno, which at first was ridiculously rare to find. Maybe one in a hundred females would it would show. Um, I do have pictures of of that particular, the pink pheno, um, that was showing up back then in the regs. But now I have one that it's so it's called the funeral desserts, and I'm calling it the pink pheno. Uh, they're not all pink, it's maybe 10 to 15% of them show pink. But when they do, oh my goodness, it's beautiful. It doesn't really change anything as far as the smoke. It's, it's the same. It's just, I've seen some pink weed in the past in pictures, but I've never had any myself. So I'm like, you know what? I want to see if I can hone this in. So I'm going to continue to, to work this and be selective and and hopefully bring that pink to a a point where 50% or more of them are showing it. Um, and I'm going to release 10 packs of those. And those are feminized autoflowers. Um, They're also pretty fast. They're 65-70 days from seed done. Yeah, I'm going to need a pack Um, of them. Definitely more.
0: What was that, Johnny?
1: (laughs) Yep, going to need a pack of them. (laughs) Adding that to the list of shit I shouldn't buy but will.
0: (laughs) Shouldn't. You're going to tell the dude who made him that you shouldn't buy? Yeah, you definitely (laughs) should No, I'm telling my
1: wallet I shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) buy them. But again, there's only
4: going to be 10 packs of those. Um, there's only gonna be two packs of the super sun God, and I have five more packs of the white sauce, the truck stop. I, I have about 50 packs that I can do. So it's going to be fairly limited the overall of everything. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. As far as the new, the new stuff, I do have, uh, some other things that I'm working on for crosses coming out. Uh, if you guys want me to kind of,
3: yeah, keep going. tease some of that. Yeah.
4: Uh, so first, No, I uh, want you to stop. Up. No, keep okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll stop. That's no, fine. just um, So the Sauce Auto has an update. I'm currently in F4 with that. Uh, it's taken me longer than I thought it would just because I have to literally reverse a plant. I, these are not males and females, so they're all femmes. So in hunting it, I have to wait for them to show sex as an auto to show sex, and then I have to pick a bunch of them that I really like start to reverse them and then eliminate the ones I don't like in the process and hope that I catch another one that's similar enough that's also autoing in order to bring the auto trade forward. So it's usually by F4, you're showing almost 100% auto, if not 100% auto in a photo to autocross. These are showing about 80% right now. Um, I'm not putting any of those out in the public. That's I'm not doing that whole, I mean, the, the ones that I released, uh, about one in a hundred or so autoed. Um, and you know, the, the, but so there's that aspect of it. And then also making sure that the medicinal part of it is still coming through in the offspring. So that means I literally have to take the offspring of say six different ones that I, I created, grow those out to fruition, and then sample them to make sure that any of them that are autoing that i want to bring forward again still have that headache fighting relief and the potency and the structure so it's a lot it's a lot more work than i initially thought it would be um but i think in the end it will be worth it as far as bringing it to that auto and i am going to actually be going back back and back crossing the original sauce so the f1 of it to the cherry pie so I can make sure that any of them that I, I move forward with on the photo side are photo periods as well. Um, so I you know I want it because I wanted to keep it both photo and auto. I wanted to to have those lines be independent but also the same. You know, so so anybody that's growing out there, if somebody wants to grow autos, they can grow it as an auto. If they want to grow it as a photo, they can grow it as a photo and get the same results that's a so lot of work it, it is a lot of work but again i think in the end it's going to be worth it um so that's where i'm at with that i'm i'm thinking probably spring march april um i should have enough of them that i've tested myself they'll be going out to the testers february ish if everything goes out right so they'll get a jump on those to make sure that they're all autoing um because i'll know before i release them if they're all autos or whatever I, i'll would have grown out enough and tested them myself in-house to, to feel comfortable getting to the, then giving them out to the testers so they can start growing them as well. Um, Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, The sauce is also, I just uh, smoked some of it today. This right here is um, what I'm calling the Mac sauce. And that's actually a Mac one cut times a sauce. Um, It's good. It's, it's real good. Tell me um, tell me
3: about the lineage of Mac cuz I've I've heard that one around before it's called so of, miracle, of older a- man.
4: miracle Alien Cookies is um what so it has a, it's a cookies cross um uh, is it uh, Let me look it up really quick cuz do you remember when
3: it started to come on scene um I mean it's, it's one oh of those gosh, Mac
4: 1 has been around for Shoot, I can't even tell you. Let's see. Uh, trying to see if I can find where it is. Here we go. Info. It just,
3: it's definitely one of those names that I've heard before. Kind so of it's want...
4: an Indica dominant hybrid cross of alien cookies times Colombian times starfighter. So there you go. <laughs> Miracle alien cookies. In short, Mac is it's short for that. And it's considered – well, now it says – on this other thing, it says it's considered a 50-50 hybrid. I found the one that I have um, – the cut of is definitely more into cleaning than really? – I wouldn't say it's a 50-50. Um, beautiful, it's the frostiest, uh, like, finished buds that I've ever seen. Wow. You know, they're – it's ridiculous. You know, like the – from the small sugar leaves all the way down the the bigger fan leaves and i'm growing out one right now that's not i'm not breeding with it so i can actually show people like hey this is what um what it looks like and and all that uh but it it's good i'm i'm really really like i'm really digging the 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 smoke from it very relaxing um my head was feeling a little foggy earlier so it kind of cleared some of that up even Mm -hmm. though my i feel like maybe my memory isn't all that great from uh from smoking a few and i only smoke like maybe not even a quarter of it yeah um how fast did it over there what's that what did you say sony
3: how fast how fast did it uh did finish uh...
2: it's
4: it's in that like eight nine week you know um there's a few different phenos but it's in that eight to nine week uh bringing it to 10 does bulk it up Mm-hmm. I think enough to warrant that extra week. Um, so, is it you know, just stack
3: a little bit more than that frost right on the, the last? It,
4: you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it doesn't really add a lot of frost to it, but the buds definitely swell a little bit more. And again, if, if it was insignificant, then I would say just take it at nine weeks, but giving it that extra week. So, one that maybe looks like it's finished at eight, bring it to nine one that looks like it's finished at nine, bring it to 10 Um and it will, it's worth it. That extra week definitely packs on more weight, you know, instead of a, say a four ounce plant, you're going to get a five ounce plant mm-hmm. in that week. And that's, that's significant enough to make it worth it. You know, you gain, you gain an eighth of an ounce or, you know, maybe it's not worth that extra week if you're trying to flip things, but an extra ounce, I think it's worth it.
3: Well, and a lot of people pull back of all of their nutrients in those last few weeks too. So I think there's right, still exactly. a lot to be said where it's gonna the plants gonna naturally pull back a lot of the the growth hormones and a lot of the sugars and that sort of stuff. Into right. the and one thing
4: and... I've actually been doing on on any photo periods that I've grown out multiple times, so I know when they finish for me, I've actually in the last ten days flipped the lights back to eighteen six, and it's something I heard Rasta Jeff actually talk about about how he does that with a lot of his uh, cultivars, you know, the last 10 days, two weeks or whatever, he'll flip them to 18, six. And they don't, you know, if you, if you go longer than that, you're going to actually see intersex traits because you're messing with the light cycle enough. Mm -hmm. But for that, just 10 days, seven to 10 day window, it packs on a huge amount more weight just doing that. And it's, it's at that time. Also, you're not feeding any nutrition anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. You know Mm -hmm. so it i've noticed a huge difference it's worth um it's worth doing if you uh time it right you know if you know the cultivar so if if you have something and you've never grown it before i don't recommend doing that but if you've grown it at least once twice you know when it finishes for you and you have a clone of the plant you know you're good to go
3: yeah and you know I've, i've seen the I've seen the, the trend of, of kind of swishing of the lights midway and then starting to think about the trail. And it makes a lot of sense just from a seasonal perspective that, you know, these plants that are growing in a long period of time, they're going to start going through a seasonality where their are change at the end of it anyway. So it's almost even more of a signal to the plant. Right. And you're pulling back the nutrients, which is like, hey, it's not cycling anymore because it doesn't have the temperatures and that sort of thing. So it, it seems pretty natural. Um, seems like a logical way to go about it, but you mentioned if you start changing the lights too much, that's where you'll start seeing the intersect stuff happening.
4: You can. Yeah, you could definitely, yeah. And if, if you change it for too long, just think about it, like you have a plant that maybe is five weeks or three weeks into flower. And then all of a sudden there's a light leak that develops or you, oh, I forgot to open my tent or I forgot to close my tent back up for a few days in a row or whatever. That's you're messing with. So it's think about mm-hmm. it for yourself okay if you're in the middle of the night you're sleeping you're sound asleep all of a sudden it's it's 3 a.m you've been sleeping for four hours somebody right. comes in turns the lights on in your room starts talking to you wakes your ass up and then you know it's only been 15 minutes then they leave and they shut you know shut the light off and they leave yeah you're you know it's like uh you're gonna be pissed and you're gonna have trouble falling asleep no if somebody does that to you multiple you know one time okay you fall back asleep it doesn't really affect you all that much the next day. They do that 4 or 5 days in a row? Yeah. You're going to be grumpy, you know, you're not going to be happy.
3: Yeah, like a general calamity. that's going on. And I don't
4: know who's switching <laughs> us all around, but you got you messing with me hard right now.
3: Yeah. I thought it was just me too. I thought it was just my brain. Don't worry, man. It must be Johnny.
0: He's like dying over there. <laughs> it's Johnny and I. <laughs> We're well, and, you know, Johnny started moving him. Okay, behind some baseball We're all recording um In this studio And Johnny just discovered you can Move everybody's picture and video around And so we've been fucking Messing with each other like that That's the professional YAG style, baby I was seeing who's so, gonna break first At least we know G3 is yeah. the first To break
1: Green guy, not G3 Yeah <laughs>
0: Why did I say G3? Because
1: <laughs> uh, there's so many fucking greens <laughs> and gobbledies and
0: gooks and
1: fucking BGG. <laughs>
4: um, so the next, the next thing I'll talk about as far as something that I'm working on right now, uh, Rev, you'll be excited about this, but the, the frogception is moving forward. Yeah, baby. Um, I got the, the females that, I now? want to reverse that are being reversed at the moment, and uh, I have the other females. Uh, also in the growing out and, and liking what I'm seeing so far for most of them. So, uh, the ones I don't like, I'll, I'll grow them out, but they won't be part of the breeding. And, uh, yeah, so that's moving forward. I, I figured you'd be happy to hear that. Um, I'm
0: very happy. I and that, told you that, that you, you have to keep an earth box busy, dude.
4: <laughs> well, I have enough things. I think even now that I could do that for you, Rev, um, that's so true. then the, the super sun God, as well as, um, it's going to be released, like I said, two packs, this, this drop, but I am making more seeds. Um, some of those are actually in the hands of testers now. And I have a few crosses that I'm making with it as well, that I'll be testing those things out and seeing. So those will be coming probably like towards somewhere towards the summer. Um, then I have a I uh, I actually have a really nice mom of Cobra milk, which is cereal milk times jealousy. Um, it's an, it's an older cross. I want to say it was made three, four years ago or so. Um, and I can't think of the breeder's name right now. My brain is like completely shutting down, but, um, that mom has proven out to me on multiple occasions when I've grown it out and I'm actually in the process of reversing that so I can try to cross her out to a few different things. Um, she's sexy. She's definitely sexy. Um, and then I'm moving forward with something that I think I teased a couple shows ago when I was on with you guys, with the uh, the Odin Sons times Zemaldelica Express. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Remember you talking about that one. So that will be Odin's Express when that is finally, when I'm happy. And, and, oh, awesome. it I love that, that
0: name. <laughs> that is a good name.
4: So that's going to be probably in that April April, maybe even May when that one will be ready to go. So a lot of these things may be ready earlier or later. I'll end up having them all kind of in, in one drop around that time, whenever I feel like the majority of them are ready. I don't want to do like one thing a month. I'd rather do something where I have a drop and then there's time in between for me to kind of hone on different things or, or make sure I have all my ducks in a row, get other things tested. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I like doing it. Uh. I've said it before where anyone that's breeding is a pollen chucker until they've tested those genetics. People that just throw two things together and then release them and they're not tested, never grown out. They're not breeders.
3: It's a hobby. It's a hobby fun thing.
4: They're not, you know, you need to put in the work again, Johnny, you had said, you know, if you put fire and fire together, why don't you always get fire? And it doesn't work that way. Some things it does, sure, but you might have two things that just, yeah, they're so fire, they don't play nice together because they're so good on their own. And you may combine them, and the product that comes out of them may be worse than either of the parents.
1: I'm fucking realizing, man. It's It's a hunt you can you can uh trust what the breeder says only to such an extent the plant you get might fucking throw you a loop and you have no idea
4: like yeah it could be a it's, complete it could it's be a, what they a call draw. a unicorn it's, too which yeah, means exactly. it's better than anything the breeder has seen themselves
1: yeah it's it's amazing like it's just uh it's fucking fun, man, and it, there is definitely you see it when you're growing something, a breeder, and especially like in the community when you see a breeder's choice and a seed they've sent out as actual work, a seed you fucking paid for specifically, <laughs> you can see that a hundred percent. Like, but it also doesn't have to be that way. You can get random fucking seeds and grow it and just get happy fucking weed and be it's all okay. It's fucking
4: right. But at the but same time, you could get some untested stuff that, you know, is more male than female.
1: It happens. So what? Pay attention. If it was free, fucking grow well,
4: free, it. Free is completely different. I'm talking about something you paid for. That... That's what I'm saying. Oh, something
1: yeah. you paid for is something that was bred. Pollen chucking is one thing, but it's all OK. It. I mean, there's gems and everything. But, when you know, when you've got something that somebody's bred, it's most likely going to be that. Right. You're gonna see the that point, and you see it throughout the I, community when somebody's growing something, it's oh, yeah. uh it's obvious that it's that genetic, you know what right. I mean? When it's bred from a quality fucking breeder who's done his work and he's obviously done his um testing, mm-hmm. you yeah. see that the plants are fucking similar, everything's growing the same. Most people are describing terpenes and effects exactly the same. You're not seeing that if you just have pollen chuck, and it's like you go and get fucking new kids or um. Uh, fucking 1 800 genetics, fucking I love marijuana. That that type of shit, you see, it's just like, okay, that was seeds put in a fucking bag. Somebody got some feminized something or other and threw it at the wall because I've grown three fucking seeds right next to each other and all of them are different looking, have growing yeah. different and have different, but they're all fun. But it's not, I mean, it's paid for yeah, when you get quality bread shit.
0: Well, I think when you buy Mm -hmm. the mindset you have when you buy from breeders and stuff shouldn't be I'm paying this dude because he took two great things and crossed them because a lot of people can do that. What you're paying for is the fucking expertise, the testing, the understanding, like Mm -hmm. what BGG does. You give BGG money because you're like, I know that he's put his name and his fucking reputation for this seed. Other people that just cross shit that doesn't matter. Who what do they give a fuck? They're just in it for a quick buck, right? Yep. Like you said, you can cross fire and fire and just hope. But when you actually breed and you get somebody you can trust, that's why you pay the money, right? That's why that's why well, that, and gets a lot of the times the money. ones that do just the the pollen chucking, the true pollen chucking,
4: and they're out there selling stuff, they may have, you know, caught fire in a bottle with their first cross. They release mm-hmm. that. Everybody loves it. Everybody's having those positive results and everything. They get a little greedy they see oh i can do this well i need to do the next thing so then they take that genetic the fire that they created and they cross it to everything and then they just throw it out there without it ever being tested without it ever being worked about anything and now those people are no longer here mm-hmm. because they stopped doing the work yep yeah, it's, and it's, if I'm not going to whole... do the work, then I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not. If, if I'm not putting that effort in, I always say I want a brand new grower to have something of mine that they can grow and have success with. Because if they do, then I mean, not only will they come back and and want to try something else for me, but it gives them that confidence to continue growing, whether it's anything of mine or somebody else's. You know, and if, but if they have something, if they go through the, the, I love growing marijuana type places or whatever, and they have this little runty plant, now they, they paid hundreds of dollars for their setup. They bought all these nutrients. They did everything they were supposed to do, but they bought crap genetics and still paid a lot of money for those, you know, for what they got. They paid a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They don't have that success now. They're like, oh, I can't do this. And then they're, they're done. And it really, it might have had nothing to do with them.
3: Well, then, That's and why so. genetics
4: is probably the number one thing when you're first starting growing to not cheap out on. And yeah. I've heard people say, oh, well, I'm going to buy just cheap stuff to practice on. Well, no, you want that success <laughs> right away. Yeah. You don't have to go and spend 500 bucks on a pack of seeds, but get yourself something something from someone that has a reputation. You know, go to Daz, go to Alabrihe.com. You know, I would hope that you would come to me, you know, there's, there's breeders out there that put the work in and you see it time after time with the people in the community that are growing them.
3: Yeah. You know, I had, I had a great conversation just about a week ago and I, uh, with, with someone else and, um, and we were talking about the whole aspect of, uh, you know, craftsmen to artisan and I've talked about it here on the show before. And I think that there's that. There's that difference where you know there's a lot of breeders out there. There's a lot of pollen checkers. There's companies now like, that are able to, to mass produce uh, seeds on on a high volume and get them out there, but they are untested. They don't really know where they're coming from, and 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 they they aren't stable. They haven't done the work, and and they're happening. And that and that happens in almost any sort of business and any sort of product that that starts to to get developed and and gets out there, you know. People are going to start making uh, smaller versions of it. There's always going to be people that are trying to make bigger, bigger versions of it. But I think that there comes this period, there comes this point where um, there's certain producers, there's certain breeders that go, okay, I'm just going to start doing my own thing and do it my own way. And they really cross over into that artisan's fate, right? They're able to just like, not do it for the purpose of, hey, I just want to get a bigger name. I want to make a bigger risk. I've, I've got this sort of, I've made this one as you, Daniel, you said, you know, I make one fire out of it, and then they start crossing. Well, that's just risky. They're just saying, hey, I have this one thing that I'm counting on. They don't. They're trying to stick with one craftsman tool that they've been using over and over and over. But it's when that point when you cross over and you put, you look at all the tools that are laid out in front of you. And you say, hey, I'm going to pick this one and that one and this one, and it's going to be my tool, and I'm going to make it my own way. That's what separates the breeders, uh, I think, is, is where I was going with this one, from those pollen chuckers. And to your point, Johnny, there's nothing wrong at all, and I think it's 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 a wonderful thing for people to start the process and do it in a little tent or do it in their backyard and have fun pollen chucking because you can do it. And I don't think there's
4: oh, there a breeder
3: that that I've talked to yet that doesn't say, "Yeah, that's awesome, go for it." But to your point, that that's a time and a place for that, right? If you're investing in your genetics and you are investing in the soil and the time and the resources that it's going to take to have your own grow it's really it, you want to find a reputable breeder and then the other thing i always try to talk to people about is that you know think about the the price of that seed and you you can't really equate it with the the physical value of what you get because if you look at this small little pouch or whatever you get and you look at it and it's you know you're, it's literally only a few grams and you're looking at it going wow sometimes people will say we'll pay on average you know 50 to 70 dollars depending on where you go for it for a pack of say three to five that you hope you're going to get in there and look at them and you're like man it's a lot of money for these but no one quite takes into the account the amount of soil that it takes for the testing i mean you were just talking 10 or 15 minutes ago about I think it was the, the pink one, and one in a hundred, and you've had to do this two, three times. It's total up that amount of soil, total up that amount of, of, of resources, light, water, uh, energy, time of yours to do it, thoughtfulness of planting, taking records, all those sorts of things. That's just to produce the seed, the hand sifting of things, the artisan aspect of separating things, hand packing those small amounts, you're not at the stage yet, and a lot of our breeders aren't at that stage yet, where they're buying a fifty-five, seventy-five thousand dollars 75000 seed packing machine. That takes time to get to you. It takes time to get to you. Until that time, it's you sitting there, packing these things, hand-addressing hand them. So I think I always just remind people to take stock in what really goes into putting those seeds into that pouch before you think about
1: the cost and- of it. And to segue on that, we have to, like, trust somebody's word about a fucking breeder, too. We can't yeah. just listen to people who got high in their basement again and just start fucking advertising <laughs> bullshit and fucking recommending shit that's just garbage out there to people. We have to be able to yeah. trust somebody's fucking word, man. So
0: yeah. well, that's, that's why we do
1: some <clears> research <throat> before you just start dropping seeds in the ground. Make exactly. sure it's actually quality genetics
0: and And, if you have questions, we have a Yag discord group area for that has our trusted pollen chuckers, as Johnny likes to call them. But I wanted to circle back. It's very important, and I do it every time I partake anything b g g made or I'm about to plant any of his seeds. I just remember his hands, his sexy, sexy hands. <laughs> he <packaged> <laughs> He's good with them hands. fun oh, that. So nice. um, No, but it is, it is, it is hard. I touch every seed
4: with my hands, every seed and all (laughs) of yours, Rob, I always put in my mouth for a little
0: bit before (laughs) I pack it. That explains why it's so goddamn weird (laughs) (laughs) speaking. She's, she's grown vertically now. Like if in a perfect world, I would have taken that other two by four out and just let her rock that whole thing to itself. But I didn't. So, we'll we'll see what we get but sorry she, she's it, hanging and, half in the tent half out the tent <laughs> it's pretty bad every time i open the fucking tent door i'm like how is there more out now <laughs> and i've defold like heavily three times and it doesn't stop it she's it, it's just now, i showed you the picture of the defoliation
4: i did the other day yeah. on mine and you couldn't even tell today and that was like 3 days ago
0: yeah, it's it's, it's you, crazy it is absolutely phenomenal and i mean you see stonies and then i think green velvet farms too is rocking a tangy wedding they're just yeast yeah. man yeah they're definitely going in one of my earth boxes next I, I i definitely am excited for that um
3: stacking bud sites on that thing
0: it's oh, yeah, incredible. they're
4: gonna wait you wait yeah. when that thing gets close to finishing those buds are like insane oh, dude there's dense
0: there's bud sites everywhere. Like, yeah, it's, they double overnight. It's, it's frustrating. Cause I'm just like, okay, like my other earth box is almost completely covered as these seed new seedlings they're taking life. And I'm just like, man, new bud sites every day. I can't complain. <laughs> like <laughs> damn you prosperous plant, you stupid. Bitch. <laughs> but it is, it is um, absolutely an honor to always have you on. And I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, to have your, your new drop coming up and i did want to ask that when you w- with that zam project you know the one that is the most important uh um, <laughs> look at how things i thought the there. frogception was the most important that one is okay. too but that was already a given don't they're oh, both okay both okay. exciting you know well but you knew the about zam it, i, I had a specific question did. that's exactly right what, what were you looking for zam to add was it just the the effects or was there something that you like about the, the as itself. as far
4: as why I went, so I had uh, I had just done a little project for myself with the Odin Sons, and and so zamaldelica mm-hmm. Delica is one of my favorite smokes. It's yeah. as far as Daz's anything that Daz has put out, it's my favorite from him. Um, I every time he drops it, I pick them up just because I want to always have some of those things. And I've gone and I've made a bunch more for myself, a bunch um, more seeds. Like I don't know, I probably have ten thousand of them that I've made um, because I, I'm h- still hunting through them too to see if I can find something else unique and I can take and hit it with some pollen that I have. Um, but I wanted to up the the bud density and the size of the plants because I really hadn't been able to grow a very big uh, mm-hmm. Zamdelica, Zamaldelica zam Express, uh, Zamalama Ding Dong Express. Um, <laughs> I haven't really been able to grow like a really big one, you know, they average one, two ounces per plant, um, where Odin Suns, when I'm growing them in say a three gallon, three gallon cocoa, I'm getting eight to 12 ounces per plant. So I wanted to f- try to find something in the middle If I, if I could double it, then that's really what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do it and get more density from the Odin Suns without taking away from what I was getting out of the Zamaldelica. Delica. So that's what I've been kind of working towards. Oh, yeah. You know, that's and they're not, it's exactly not hundred percent and I don't think I could ever get it to a hundred percent. Um, because both uh both genetics, the Odin Sons and the, the modellica are very strong in their own right, so they both want to add their genetics to the mix, um, which is fine because you know the high on both is fantastic. So if you can you know you grow three of them out if you get one that leans one way one that leans the other one that's in the middle you got you literally have three different now types of plants to uh to smoke and and that's kind of cool too because you can get that knock out of the odin Suns, or or get that you know more clear-headed racy creative kind of thing from the zamaldelica side and then you can get something in the middle if you get the one that's kind of like both of them so but i am trying to to make it more that sativa leaning more than
0: uh more than the knockdown kind of a thing so, you know, i that like is, daytime we too that is exactly you know. what i wanted to hear i'm almost as excited as uh howling was but i didn't want to get too excited that, that did you hear that howling two strains i am counting and, <laughs> yeah it's
4: wonderful well that that'll just make them kind of i guess equal well, no because there's only there's only one frog strain right now so this is going to be the second one there's already two wolf ones and now he's he's basically in the truck stop
0: <laughs> he's always in the truck stop i, I can <laughs> always catch him friday night
2: <laughs> Wait it's half minute. price fridays
4: oh and the other thing that i actually didn't write down but it just came to me i am continuing the one-to-one as well that i released howling was one of the, yes. the few people that that was able to get one of those packs when i released those um so that project is moving forward as well so i'm happy about that and um yeah we'll see where that where that ends up going and hopefully it's they continue to be uh the way that they have been so far in testing and
2: so that's pretty cool now are you crossing have you grown that, with yeah, another yeah. medicinal one
4: What's that? Are um, you
2: crossing the 1 to 1 with another medicinal strain? Or... No, I'm
4: I'm just bringing it forward, oh, trying okay. to um really hone in the the phenotypes that I've I've liked a little bit more than some of the other ones to kind of bring that forward a little bit more.
2: Well, I'm totally and also excited.
4: and also feminize it. Oh, cool. Have well,
2: you how... grown
1: that 1 to 1 yet?
2: I have not. No, they're going to get wet. You know, before the end of the year, I'm starting up all my photo photos to start vegging, and uh, yeah, it's going to get started up. Right on. He's
4: got 12 more weeks <laughs> on his blueberry sauces, and then he'll be able to... Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> what a plant. What Those two plants were so fun to train. They were like just oh, yeah for me. I, lo- I love training those the blueberry sauces. It's just Pretty much all the to sauces...
4: Yeah, all the sauces really like um, the scrog, like without a doubt. They scrog yeah. out so nice, um, and I think it's because they really keep that re- that uh, the flexibility in the branches yep. without being like super snappy. Potential, you know, like you can bend them pretty good, and then once they get through that stretch, they solidify nice. So, you know, it allows you to have that extra time. I think compared to some of the other stuff that I've grown, that where. Was absolutely- I try scared, to train something yeah. and it just snaps in half. You know, it's that, like
2: that's Odin's sons. I remember trying to train Odin's sons, and it just like gave me the finger and said, fuck off. It just <laughs> would not bend for nothing. Even one of the, the main stem. I finally got it to bend and came back a few days later and it snapped itself. Like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? You're like trying you, just to spite me, you're trying to kill yourself off here. Because <laughs> I tried to train you. So I was a little scared to trying to train another one of your plants, but uh no, those were those were beautiful.
4: Well, that's one of the things I, I mean, I have my staples now that I'm continuing to work with and try to outcross a little bit more um, like I had just done with the Asgardian wedding. So I'm doing a similar thing with my uh, Asgardian funeral and, you know, Odin sons, I've already done it with, that's where the, and Fenrir are the same thing. Um, so I, I'm trying to now look for that next generation of things to bring my genetics to that next step, the next level of potency and, and, you know, frost coverage and, in uh, medicinal effects and, and really trying to expand on that even more than what I already have without making, you know, I do make a lot of crosses, but most of those crosses don't see the light of day. You know, they'll either fail in testing, or I don't like the smoke from the offspring or... know they just they just don't have what i feel like it takes to move forward in the process that's why the ones that i picked for the viking feast every single there were 30 something crosses that i made those were the ones i liked you know every single one of those passed passed all my tests that i wanted as far as the end result as far as stability as far as um, adding something to either or of the genetics so all the rest of them they're they're pretty much done you know there's a couple from that that i might try to play with in the future a little bit more but it's almost like it's so many other projects that i'm really excited about still that i don't need to go back to those yet
2: you know like are you at the point now that you spend so much time on these crosses and breeding that it's like well beyond a full-time job at this point for a single person that just sounds like a lot of time
4: it can't you know it can be at at certain points for sure you know certain points in the growth cycle of the plants you know um i may have to take you know most of a day to go through selections when they get to different ages you know it's it's harder in the very beginning when i'm trying to narrow down those plants as quickly as i can um and then with photo periods, if I'm growing a bunch of them out, I need to take clones of every one of those. And to basically guarantee that I'm going to get a clone, I usually take three clones. So right there, if I'm growing 10 plants, now I have 30 clones I just took. I have to make sure they're all labeled and you know where they need Hit to be and, and that kind of that, stuff. Man.
1: But just trying to keep what, a mom. That, it's the same. It's like I couldn't fucking imagine what you're going through. Just trying to run, do a photo run, and go, man. I maybe I'll there. Maybe there's a keeper mom in this fucking batch. I want to have around for a little bit. Well, it's yeah, a that, fucking that's... pain in the ass, and I'm just a fucking dude doing it in my garage for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, even the sele- I mean, even the look, selection if,
3: process itself must be overwhelming. Like if you were, I mean, I'm just I'm sitting here imagining, looking at. Uh, an array of 100 plants and trying to pick out and try and narrow down like, in my mind, I can't see myself doing anything different than physically moving these small pots and like, Okay, I'm gonna start this pile here because this looks like my favorite. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, when you say you'd an entire su- day, that's so
4: <laughs> right, you I mean, that's that's with multiple crosses that I'm making and things like that. But you'd be surprised like if you grow at 100 plants within 10 days, of them coming up above the soil
3: you are already picking um, your you're
4: you're, you know, you're gonna so out of those feet. out of those hundred seeds you might have um say four of them don't even pop
2: <laughs> so
4: now you know you're down a little bit and then you you start watching them and over the first 10 days you may or may not see 30 to 40 that you're just like nope that one's muty that one's not coming up that fast it's not you know all that so you can eliminate those um, you may have other ones where, again, they're like a mutant kind of a leaf or whatever. Those get those get tossed, and now you start to get them a little bit bigger. So over the next 20 days, so now they're they're going from 10 days to 30 days in an auto flower, Which one showing sex first? You know when? Once the averages of those kind of things, um, are you seeing anything additionally that's weird? You know sometimes you'll get that top where you're getting a bunch of leaves coming off the top. But then that next node down, there's nothing there. You know, you see like just a couple of things. That's not maybe something you want to work with. So you're able to eliminate a few more like that. If you're if you're doing a feminized product or project, once they show sex, you need to start. You have to be quick in picking what you want to use to move forward with. Um, And of course, if you can select multiple things to reverse, and then find similar ones that you then can hit, hit them to. Now you can grow out those offspring and see which one of those you liked best. Um, With a photo period, it's a little different because you have to flip them the flower, then you have to grow the flower out, try it. And that's where, like Johnny was saying, you know, hunting for a mom comes in. And you can, you can hunt for a mom really easily. If you have 20 seeds of the same plant, grow three at a time. Keep your favorite of the three. Grow three more, keep your favorite of of those four now, grow three more, you know, and and so on and so forth until you find that one that you like the best or find the three you like the best, then grow those out again and then pick your favorite. And now that's your keeper mom, um, without having to grow all 20 of them at one time and then try to worry about keeping clones and doing it, that's way more work than the average person can do. But anybody that is growing can grow, you know, a couple plants. And then they keep their favorite you know if they're able to keep clones or whatever um so yeah it's, it's a process it is a lot of work it's i wouldn't say it's quite at a full-time job no um but it does feel like that sometimes sure
3: yeah i mean i think at, the, at that stage i i started thinking back to um one of the instructors that i that i worked with uh, in, in a bake shop and, I, and i've seen this in chefs all the time you know. We would be making um little profiteroles or little potashu little creme puffs right and you the idea was to make them absolutely exact and the same and that was kind of what we would judge the students on and base the students on and they would sometimes have to do you know a hundred of these things on two or three sheet pans worth and guaranteed uh these chefs and, and and this one that jumped in mind but i've seen it with you know you'd walk up and that they would automatically notice the one that was slightly imperfect out of, you know, hundreds and hundreds that are laid out on the table. You know, I sometimes would have these students set up, a, you know, three or four students have all of their their puffs out and the chef would walk in and take a look at it. And and, and looking at all these, we just walk right up and grab the ones that were off centered a little bit too brown or whatever. And it would absolutely amaze me at times. But I think that just comes with that sort of
4: repetition.
3: repetition but i believe there's an artistic eye. i think there's a creative eye that sees those sorts of things that you can't that's not something that you can teach right it's easy for you to you make it look easy you make it seem easy because it's a natural instinct to you probably much like i can pick a profiterole out of you know a thousand of them and go you messed up on that one and everyone else is going to go across all of them and go that's absolutely amazing it's something that I think it is innate and I think there are certain traits within human beings that take that creative aspect and can see things and see how they are going to grow. And that's just you know again, that's a, 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 a test to the amount of uh, effort and time that it takes that you put into these and why these this next drop that's coming up if anyone hasn't been able to get in on it is so important. Now's the time um, if you haven't had a chance to, and with all these sales and stuff that you've got going on and all this, this resources basically to get beans in the hands of people. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So let don't me, sell.
0: Oh, sure. Let me, let me just uh, bear my testimony. Nah, that's in joke. Uh, no, I mean having grown Frog wedding and I grew an Odinson in that, uh, that nut container that would have killed pretty much any other fucking plant. And it pulled through and I got, you know, not much, but I was able to, smoke on it for a bit and this frog get full is something out of this world i would seriously i cannot tell you enough plant a fucking bgg seed because everybody who does is like holy shit check out this plant holy shit you yeah. know like it is it is phenomenal it is it, there's a very good reason why other than a few occasions bgg's got an earth box now it's just something phenomenal about his genetics it's probably that he takes the fucking time like Brihe, you know Alibrihere got a whole tent. I'm not rich enough for <laughs> BGG's <laughs> dropping it now. Um but yeah, it, it is my full recommendation that find something of his that you you want to try and give it a fucking shot. I almost wore my Alabria shirt today but I didn't change or I didn't
4: get a chance to change before I got on.
1: Jesus Christ, this episode is brought to you by Alibrihere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, if only no, we
3: fucking tried too. i mean like if we actually got something
0: out of it it'd be awesome
3: oh,
0: oh is his friendship not good enough for you it's, no it's
3: absolutely amazing for it i think that's the
0: best part about it <laughs> sorry i just love to go to the lowest <laughs> now i before we get going we have you know, fairly new circle tradition where I ask every one of you, I mean, great friends of mine, a question. So this one, I'm going, I'm not going. What's your favorite meat? Like I did last time with BGG, <laughs> practically. Um, so this one is is, uh, I, 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 it's going to be Christmas related, but vegetarian I'm, I'm, friendly. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be more open ended. I know Johnny's super excited, so I'll start with him, Johnny. What is your favorite Christmas treat around this time? What makes you think it we doesn't? Are, even have are, we to be? we already
1: Christmas. know. And by the way, G three, I'm mm. still fucking waiting on my fucking toffee.
3: <laughs> Tis the season, man. Tis the season God for it. Damn. Maybe you remember last the year coffee. when he, when he
0: when he would <laughs> throw la, la, a fit la, if he la, doesn't la, get his la, toffee, la, la, la. and he never did. Also, he he practically—it was impossible to make. I believe was what, what at one point one of his things.
1: I did. I don't. It, you need <laughs> like tools? Grandma always tools. did it. it candy. It candy. Beans.
0: Christmas candy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Howling, you're a, you you enjoy treats. As I do. Normal no. person. You're not a vegetarian, and you don't hate Christmas. So please help me what is it
2: (laughs) the thing i look for you know what i it's just something i do with the kids it's advent calendars and those little pieces Ah. those little terrible not so great tasting chocolate things but there's just something to it it's just every day like just go grab another one the the kids just love it and
0: uh yeah those are cool you like beer do you ever get down with one of the beer advent calendars Mm -hmm.
2: You know, I did it two years ago, and it was more of a disappointment than anything. And as much as I like <laughs> daily drinking, it got, it got old after a few days. 30
0: is there. 25 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always thought it was funny that they, they sold those with like mini shooters in them. I was like, the people buying mini shooter advent calendars are not waiting 25 fucking days to take those shots, dude. <laughs> like, oh, cool. I drink it all in one day. Where's the next one? <laughs> um Stony, i'm making you go last so bgg <laughs> what is your favorite uh christmas treat or holiday treat
4: christmas or holiday treat so i would say from growing up my um my father's mother so my grandmother she used to make baklava cool. and it was amazing it was absolutely my favorite thing ever and i have only found one time my younger sister she was working with a lady that made a batch of the the baklava for me and um that's a vicious cat dude it just hissed at you it it like is trying to beat me up um (laughs) so she so she had worked with a lady and she had the late ask the lady to make me some baklava because my grandmother had passed and i would swear that my grandmother came back to life and made this batch of baklava and it's the only one that i've had that reminded me of my grandmother's and i haven't found any since so it would be baklava you know without a doubt or baklava yeah
3: have you ever seen have you ever seen the dough made for it the process made
4: oh yeah yeah Yeah. i've tried to make it myself and it's it's a very time consuming process yeah and honestly it's all about the sugar um, that sugary mixture that they go into different layers. That's where the key is as far as mm-hmm. getting that flavor like my grandmother used to. Yeah, I just the, haven't been able to mimic it. I don't have the, a recipe.
3: Most people will buy the. It, it's very rare that you could buy the actual sheets of true phyllo dough. Mm-hmm. True phyllo dough. It's um—it's um, it's an incredible dough that, that's made and it's actually stretched over the size of a table. So it's oh, wow. uh, the, it's like a ball of dough that's about the size of a softball. And it usually takes two people working in tandem, and you kind of pull and stretch and pull and stretch, uh, and it's just like a constant, very slow until it's literally paper thin, and then it kind of dries out in the process of doing it. It's you do it on a certain kind of a canvas material, and it literally absorbs the the water out of it, and then they cut sheets and stack it. So when if anyone ever has a chance to see or just like if you want to go down a rabbit hole on the YouTubes about watching Philo domain, it's pretty fucking fascinating to watch.
1: This is, and- this is fun. No, this is really fun. Just so everybody knows, I also get the munchies from the sauce. So now I'm
4: <laughs> like- this is fun. And, and-, and I guess, Rev, I guess uh, Stoney answered the question. He likes um, baklava as well.
0: Yeah, um, is, it dough. It is dough was his honey. answer. Um no, it's really going to make my answer of like uh what Johnny said or those little chocolate oranges <laughs> um sound like I'm a fucking toddler. So thank you, dough boy. Uh, no, Stony. What is your what is your like holiday Christmas treat that that gets you into the mood of Christmas, not in the other way?
3: Um, I would definitely say you know it's something that uh, kiddos and everyone seems to always love and that's hot chocolate right um, oh hot chocolate what? is one of those that? That I think that's a great is, answer too yeah that because you know it, it, it can be done in a certain way I mean there's the, the way of just making like hot cocoa which is something that's very different than making hot chocolate um, there's even Mexican drinking chocolate now and adding discs of Ibada into it uh, that's absolutely delicious for for quick ones but the kind that i love to make is really the 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 over the top indulgent um it's usually about 20 30% cream with milk whole milk specifically 6 um, pounds of butter yeah lots of sugar <laughs> in there lots All of good cane, I was
1: just going to say you know you know what you're doing now your dm is going to be filled with yo stony let me yeah, can it you send, send me yeah. some And no, no. it's really super give simple the recipe
0: give the recipe yeah, um, the and
3: and um sometimes i'll actually put a little um a little bit of vanilla into it I'm, I'm not a big fan of honey but sometimes hun- people put honey in but i'm pretty much just like straight cane sugar uh, a little bit of vanilla into it the cream and the milk and it's like 20 percent cream 80 uh whole milk which is really the key uh if you're around the central coast uh, i'm a huge fan of the oberweiss uh, that's kind of my so go start up here in the chicagoland yep.
0: central coast nonsense <laughs> on this goddamn podcast
3: but then by the, the very
0: ju- definition. Wait a it minute. Is Mississippi not- isn't an ocean? No, I guess not. <laughs> Lake Erie, famous. It was terrific. at one point. Um, so yeah, then then the, Utah yeah, was underwater. Um, sorry.
3: Into the pot with all of that uh, cream and a bunch of sugar too, as much sugar as you like into it, and then chocolate. Chocolate is the key, and it has to be a good melting chocolate. Don't go by the Hershey's, don't go by the stuff that's got wax in it. Uh, don't buy chocolate chips because it's got a um, small amount of candle wax in it. The paraffin wax, the same stuff that they put in candles that helps it keeps it shape in your, um, in your chocolate what? chip cookies. What? Oh yeah.
0: What?
3: You didn't know there was paraffin what? wax in it. Yeah. Look at the back of that. Look at the back of the packages. There's wax in, it. and that's why they hold that shape, but also yeah. why they won't melt down. So you have to get good melting
4: chocolate. You, have you ever to try that? The, the Mexican chocolate Taza, T A Z A. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's actually made in, I believe, Somerville, Massachusetts. Is that you really? can actually tour the factory? Really. Um, but that's that's when really good. I've been Mexican eating. I've been eating that kind of chocolate for fifteen plus years. Yeah. I, when you know it's I of course it was around here first in yeah. some of the smaller stores. It's good stuff, yeah. and it's you. That's great for making hot chocolate.
3: Yeah, if you can get the little discs, the little cayets is is the the best way to get it done in like little coins. And that's what the we'll use in the professional kitchens. We so that we can scale them out in bags. I do tend to do more like a milkier style of chocolate. I don't like a really dark chocolate. It's kind of a waste um, um, to put like a real milky chocolate in because you're putting milk into it anyways. So it just depends, but I don't like the sharpness of really dark chocolate going into it. Um, And then one of the things that I love to do is I'll take that um, mixture and then I have one of those. uh, It's like a canister that you use for like a whipped cream charge. And you pour it in hot and you load a charge into it. And then you do this like foamed out hot chocolate mousse. That <laughs> is, it, of course, you do. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. But it's really easy to do because you just pour it in this can. You just do the twist and you crack it into it. And then you dispense it into it. And then a fat glob of um, real whipped cream into it. So,
4: how many days are you cooking this
3: mix that you're making? Honestly, it's like we can probably whip. <laughs> this is one of the few things that I can say we could whip together
0: in like 15, 20 minutes with ingredients. Can, wow. can I ask a question about how, do you think it is more likely that the people who listen to this show? <laughs> going to have... the
1: fucking counter and get <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen.
0: Rip no the No, tent, No, no I can't... Time out. I have an even better question. The likelihood of the, the people that listen to that us uh, show that have that canister, do you think they have it for whipped cream or do you think they're taking fucking hits it? They're taking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Fuck it. Yeah. you You're should right. say to You're our whippet, audience, right. go to your Whippet station go to and your whippet use it station. for its intended Yes. For the, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking whipped cream. So the next you time DJ. that you buy
3: it and you can look them in the eye and go, no, this really is for hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm, I'm saving those brain cells tonight i want hot chocolate you're still don't gonna you get to look like sure right yeah. sure williams and sonoma but yeah no you, you but so to the key into the essence of it it's it's all about kind of the foaminess of it so even if you don't have the canister which most people don't and i totally get that there's nothing um better than when your hot chocolate is just at the finish stage right before to just take a whisk and even if you just kind of put it in your hand and spin it um like a uh, kind of like a topwood or something along those lines. Um, and then you'll just kind of whisk it and froth it. Or if you have like a coffee froth or something like that, it's really about getting as much air in there because that's where all the flavors and flavonoids and all of the, the esters and all of the aromas and everything start to come out. So it will make it actually taste That much better in fact the the hot chocolate itself goes all the way back to uh, to central Mexico and goes back to a hot drinking chocolate that was only sweetened with honey towards for for kind of the royalty but the key was that they would pour it from pitchers from very high sometimes two three stories to try and create the froth and to this day you get these little handmade tools and it's a wooden um, it's one piece of wood that's got a few rings that as you kind of carve it and whittle it down it pops apart and it basically creates a whisk and you drop it down into this mexican hot drinking chocolate and you roll it back and forth and it froths it so it's really about the froth so whether you do it with a whisk so don't you don't even need a fancy can i mean you can take this all the way back to the aztecs and incans we're using this sort of process to it but it is about frothing it it is about it and that my friend is the best fucking hot chocolate of christmas rev
0: and in all seriousness yeah, that's my
3: fucking no, treat.
2: Marshmallows do not belong in hot chocolate. Let's all agree on that
3: one. I'm okay with that. Yeah, all right. I'm, I can agree with that, especially Ugh. not the little marmots that, that you get. In the Listen, can we?
0: no, can if we're, we're adding marshmallows not to your hot chocolate, the
4: hot chocolate's not that good.
1: No, chocolate yeah. does not belong in milk. I, I, can we all? If your marshmallows
3: are doubled out for Lucky Wait. Charms,
0: chocolate, dude, chocolate <laughs> milk's not a marshmallow. No. Like the fucking best part about being a kid at lunch sometimes. Yeah. Don't you shit Why talk I'd chocolate me?
1: I don't like chocolate. Anywho, milk, and time out. Even warm?
0: No. no. Stony, real talk. I'm going to need that recipe in a way that I can remember because uh, that sounds phenomenal. <laughs> Hit rewind. <laughs> um, I am going to now throw it to you, lovely people, for something to plug. It is that time of show always. I will start with literally one of my best friends in the entire world, Johnny Apple.
1: I ain't got shit.
0: That is my favorite. Oh, no, Howling. I thought Red was plugging you.
2: Oh, I, I ain't got later. anything today.
0: Howling's got nothing. Stony, oh. one of my favorites as well.
4: Yeah,
3: um, you know what, I'll plug um, some folks from the local community around here. I had the the fortune last week to get to, to go to a Dabsgiving, um hosted by uh, a friend of ours in the community and a bunch of folks that were around a bunch of different vendors. So I got to meet a bunch of new people and get out uh, and, to, uh, and, and see the world and see what it's like to consume out in the real world it was actually kind of interesting was, to go into a place where there's a bunch of vendors and there was consumption going on um it was it was fantastic it's fantastic to see so How wonderful. um yeah yeah were so were you ever true.
0: concerned that they would actually listen to the pad- podcast you're on and go fuck that guy <laughs>
3: yeah we don't know it was it was it was totally cool i was able to keep that nice and quiet Nice.
4: It's like it's oh that's the hot chocolate guy yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> now my other good friend the big green guy who is a personal friend and a great great asset of and literally a pillar in this community who does not get enough credit do you have anything else to plug you monster
4: uh no i think i i actually plugged everything december 14th a new drop and until then uh you can go to my website um and it's on my discord just go to green guy underscore genetics and you can click on the link to the to my website there um until Until December 13th, There's 30% off on the website.
0: Use code BGG30. And And that that sale was ending the 13th because your birthday is the 13th? Uh, Yeah, that's kind of why I did it. It's my birthday gift to you. There you go. A man so important, he gives his time for everyone else on his birthday.
1: What a YAG off. Um,
0: What a YAG off. (laughs) Seriously, thank you all for joining me. Um, and There's since none of you asked, today? I do have. Yeah, no, we we fucking didn't plan that ahead. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Has
4: Big Jer been a shitlister yet?
0: No, there we go. <laughs> Big Jer was uh, was on the list. Actually, there was a couple, but yes, Big Jer, wonderful dude. Well, now you're on the shit list because BGG dropped it on us. That's lot. a pretty honorary. That's a pretty that is honorary, honorary shit,
4: holding right there. Yeah, you know it's been it's been exciting so to watch that. him um mm-hmm. go from only growing outside and you know and, and going through some of the tribulations and trials of of learning to grow better and 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 become a better grower and now he's like got all the stuff he's excited about getting a indoor grow going and it's cool i think he's really fit in really well with the community and you know he's he's in all the, the different discords and he's not afraid to ask the questions when you got to ask the questions and sharing
0: information and flipping us off every day and You know, so yes, he is a he's a wonderful addition, and also he he has my admiration and true respect. He is he is California sober as they call it in fucking a place that is just not fucking feasible. I don't know how he does it, man. Like much respect to that. It's it's he's he's a wonderful member of the community, and I just I love how excited he is to to start doing indoors and getting more, man. He's. I'm thankful every day for them.
3: Yeah, I think we always end up bringing people in to the shit list that are just the community driven ones. And I think they kind of fall in love with it early on and they they fall for who we are. And next thing you know, they're just exactly what you were saying, Big Green Guy. They're, they're adding in their own bits of advice. They're asking questions. They're offering to share beans. They're getting excited. They're coming in and telling everyone good morning and that sort of thing. And I think that there's something really cool about that. And and I think that's probably why the folks always end up on our shit list is just they really just stand out in the community. But I think they feel that warm embrace as soon as they they jump in. So he's definitely one that Amen. that that sits well in there.
0: Yeah, it's it's another welcome member to the shit list. Thank you, BGG, for correcting us. Now, uh, edit out the part where he suggested it, and then I'll just be like, (laughs) hey, our shit list this week. (laughs) Um, And since all you, my my dear friends that are assembled before me, were so kind to ask, uh, I have nothing to plug. Um, Thank you for listening.
1: No, it's also your Christmas candy. Yeah, we've been already... waiting
0: for your Christmas tree. Yeah, what Man. the hell? I fucking told you, dude. I said either okay, the it, same it as Johnny toffee or, or the one of them. Smell. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. The Thanks show. for listening. Okay. I swear. No, I did. Between... I listened.
1: I didn't know if that was your actual Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were just joking was... around. I know. Joke...
0: I know. Yeah. No, no. First of all, confirm. what about me gives you the the appearance that I would ever joke around? I am the serious motherfucker. I mean, you're the one that laying there butt naked and you know
4: on camera in front of us all. So I mean
0: <laughs> in, in my defense, this is my home.
4: And, and it's and it's 150 <laughs> degrees in Southern California right now. So yeah, it, you
0: know what? It got down to uh sixty. So eat those words. You ever heard you ever heard of something so cruel? Sixty degrees? Yeah, that's when they had 60. to put a sock on there, big green guy. Yeah, my know? living room right now. My no, living he doesn't room own right a now pair of socks. He's already said that. I, yeah. He's only got <laughs> the one to keep it warm. When I do eventually get to meet Different all you kind of out, exactly. Yeah, the red hot chili pepper style. No, but when I do eventually get to go to that those horrible or the one horrible coast in the and the Midwestern, when I get to meet all you wonderful people, I will have to buy pants and shoes beforehand. So it it is discerning. Unless oh, we, can no you we can meet you at the airport, time
3: We can meet you at the airport.
0: Yes, you will have to with, with donated clothes. See, this is this is the ending we wanted, talking about me naked on a bed. Just oh, <laughs> nightmarish. <laughs> and
3: Coming to the Central Coast wearing pants, so that's, you know. Oh Jesus Christ, on that <laughs> note,
2: thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for
0: joining us, You guys. stay for Man. after meeting. No, <laughs> thanks for having Peace. me. Thank you. Later. See you. Hello, my friends. It's the Reverend Pirate Frog, friend of YAG and General Monster, the big green guy, has so kindly offered to give away a pack of Froggetful wedding, applesauce, and his Odin's wolf. So if you're interested, send him a message saying YAG off to BGG. That's YAG off.